The Gemara in Yuma, Davdalid Omid Beis, says the following. Vayikral Moshe, the first Pasuk in Chumash Vayikral says, Vayikral Moshe, and God called Moshe Rabbeinu after he built the Mishkan for the first time. He just uh, dedicated the Mishkan, the new Mishkan. It says that Hashem called Moshe so to instruct him about the Karbanas and how Karbanas, the avoid of the Karbanas, should be uh, implemented in the Mishkan. It says, Vayikral Moshe, God called Moshe Vaydaber, and he spoke to him. And uh, the Gemara wants to know, Why did the Ebishta first call him and then he spoke to him? Could God just speak to him? The Torah teaches us that a way of uh, conducting ourselves in, in daily life. A person should never speak to a friend, engage in a conversation or tell him something. Unless you um, first call by his name. In other words, you don't just bump into someone and start speaking to him. First, say, hello, Mr. So-and-so. Yankel, Shmerel, Zundel. You call him by his name. Messiah, the Gemara says, this is a proof, a support for what Reb Hanina said. A person should never start speaking to a friend unless he calls him by his name first. The Mashal says, Koreo means he first calls him by his name. He names him, Moshe, Yankel, and then he starts speaking to him. The Mephoshim asks, I mean, what's the meaning of this? I mean, why is it so important, first of all, to call him by his name? Why can't I just talk to someone? And moreover, we learn it from the Ebishter speaking to Moshe Rabbeinu. No, the Ebishter had reasons why he called him by his name, but why should we try to emulate that? <clears throat> What's the Derech Heretz here? Um, it's interesting, in Lekutu Torah, the beginning of Vayikra, the Alter Rebbe, is a long discussion on this whole Indian of Vayikra al-Moshe, that Hashem called Moshe first, he called him by his name, and then he spoke to him. And the Alter Rebbe explains that uh, the Mishkan was a place, the Pasuk at the end of Pekudei, of Chumash right before Vayikra, uh, describes how when they completed the Mishkan, the Mishkan was filled with Kvod Hashem. The Alter Rebbe has a long discussion that the Kvod Hashem Mole is referring to a very high lofty um, exposure, revelation of, of a divine level that was impossible for any human being, any being, period, not even Moshe Rabbeinu, to be able to enter. It was a mokem neira elyon v'neira ma'id, a very high lofty place, Yoshes Cheshech Yisrael, a place which is referred to as Hashem uh, uh, making his mystery, his hidden sides, totally dark to any, uh, any, any creation. No, no created being, no matter how lofty it is, could not have possibly have faced this, trans, this uh, lofty level of godliness that has been revealed um, in, in, in the Mishkan at that time. So for that reason, the Ebesh had to call him. That means the Ebesh had to give Moshe Rabbeinu a special empowerment by calling him by his name, bringing down a special level of Koyach, so Moshe would be able to enter the Mishkan. And the Alter Rebbe brings another <coughs> example of that. We find the 
the concept of calling, that Malachim call each other before they say Kaddish, Kaddish, Kaddish three times. Now, the Rebbe explains that each Malach has its own trait that uniquely uh, empowers, uh, that, that, that dominates the Malach's uh, um, personal, uh, um, personal drive. Malach uh, Michol is Ava Love, Malach Gavril is Giyira, Rafal is Rachamim. They all have their own trait that drives their relationship with the Kaddish Baruch and they each have their own Kaddish, their own way of perceiving the exaltedness of the Eibishter. And they're driven by that trait in such a drastic and intense way that it can lead them to Kloisa Nefesh, Al-Tarebbe says. These Malachim are overcome with such a powerful excitement uh, um, of, of, of awareness of how awesome and great the Eibishter is that it leads them to a state that they're on the brink of Kloisa Nefesh, of, extinct, of expiring completely and being subsumed by Hashem's infinite essence. <clears throat> the only thing that sustains them, so they're able to say three times, not one time, and expire right away after the first time, is because they are korozel, that each malach receives the unique quality of the other malach. The mile of the other malach is being mashpia to each other. That's why Yonis of Benazil says, it doesn't say Vekoro. Koro is the mashpia. He calls the other malach and gives him a little bit, a glimmer of his level, so the other malach would also have an experience that, that comes, that is derived from that other malach's uh, experience. <clears throat> but mekabling, that they are mekabal. That means that Korah means to be mek- that each malach is mekabal from the other. And by that, they have a more balanced relationship with Eibishter. That's not just Ava, but it's Ava balanced off, between, um, tempered with, with Yira and with Rachamim, and that gives them a more balanced way of calling out three times Kaddish, Ave, Yire, and Rachamim. So we see the concept of Korah is an empowering, bringing, bringing down a deeper uh, um, relationship, a deeper relationship, that, uh, a deeper connection that empowers the person to reach higher. And so the, the, the Tzemach Tzedek in his Notes on the Kutatayra um, says that um, um, he, when, when after Dalte Rebbe finishes his whole beer, that Simach Tzedek says, uh, and this is what the Gemara means in Yuma Davdalat Amad Beis, Vayikro El Moshe, Limdo Tere Derech Eretz. The Tere teaches us Derech Eretz. When you call, when you speak to a person, first call him by his name. He doesn't explain that. Someone doesn't explain what's the connection. He just says it'll be moving according to what Alter Rebbe explains. But <coughs> if we think about it, uh, it makes it makes sense. What the, what the, what the, what the Tzemach Tzedek is saying is the follows. You know, when we connect with another person, obviously we're trying to 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 give the person a certain hashpor, uh, certain influence. Now, you know, most of us. Are aware of, of, of how society works. People, you know, when people meet, they, they socialize, they interact, they love having conversations. The question is, how much are people really connecting with the other person? You know, many people just interact with others for their own purposes. I mean, how can the other person be useful to me? How much enjoyment can I derive from the other person's company? 
Friedrich Rebbe has in the Kutta de Burim, in the beginning, a whole discussion house. Used to be, uh, people used to say, Shalom Aleichem, you really cared about the other person. <laughs> Today he says, you say Shalom Aleichem, you're really saying goodbye. You know, you can't wait to get rid of the person. But if you do maintain a conversation, it's only because the other person is useful to you. But the idea of connecting with another person, speaking to another person, because you take a genuine interest in the other person, that's a, a unique gift, a unique uh, 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 gesture. And by calling him by his name, when you say Vayikra, a person should not converse unless you call him by the name. That means you. the first thing you should do is take an interest in the person. And by the name, the name as we know, describes the essence of the person, as it says in Chassidus in many places. The name of a person describes his ultimate potential. If you really want to engage in a conversation, because you take a genuine interest in the other person's uh, uh, well-being, you want the other person to maximize their potential, call him by his name. In other words, by calling him by his name, you empower them, and you elicit within them their true potential, which they themselves may not even know. And this is the way we engage in conversation, taking a genuine interest in the other person, and not only seeing the person as he is on the surface, but trying to get to the the true essence and the potential of the person by calling him by his name. You are so-and-so, you are Moshe, you are Yankel. That means there's something deeper about you that in our conversation we can maybe elicit and expose so that both of us can grow as a result. It's interesting that in, a, in, a, <clears throat> in Hungary when, when the neologan, this was the, the progressive Jews in communities it was maybe a prelude to the reform movement, or maybe a, break, uh, a branch of reform. When they started building their own synagogues and temples, they changed many customs, many minhagim. One of the minhagim they changed, that instead of uh, calling up people to aliyahs, to the Torah, they would um, um, give out cards. Kayan, Levi, Yisrael. They, would never, they wouldn't call anybody up. They would just give them a card, and people would just walk over. Um, the Maritz Chayis, I saw a Rabbar and Levine, there was a Rav in Reiche, <coughs> brings from, a, from one of the Goenim of the time that uh, he was very upset. He wrote very strongly against it to change the Minhag that we call up somebody, Yamoid, Rabbi Chaim, and call him by a person by the name before you call him up to the Torah. That such a, that the Ramah brings that this is the Minhag, this is how we do it. But they changed that Minhag. <laughs> And uh, he said that actually uh, to find a, a smach, a, juxt- a juxtaposition to this minhag is from this Gemara. <clears throat> you don't talk to a person unless you call him by the name. Um, according to the, the explanation of the Alter Rebbe, when you bring somebody, we can understand this a lot better, when, 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 you, when you want somebody to come up and connect with Torah, the first thing you do, you call him by his name. You bring out the essence of who the person is, empowering them to engage in this experience of connecting with Torah. And, and the idea of not calling him by his name shows a completely lack of understanding of what this whole experience is. Going up to the Torah is not just like an honor. This is about a Jew and a Shama connecting heaven and Aliyah. <coughs> as, as it says in all four or five levels, 
describes that an aliyah to the Tehrim is an aliyah to all different levels of the Nishama. And to call him by his name, Ya'amoid, we're empowering them uh, and giving them the power to be able to engage in this lofty endeavor. So, we learned something very profound about relationships, Bechlau, and how we engage in other people's uh, in conversation and, and, and social interactions with other people to try to learn to take a genuine interest in the other person, but not only that, but to see the other person for what they really are. And sometimes that other person actually needs for us to tell them that they have much greater potential than they really, they really, they really are aware of themselves. And we see this with the Rebbe. The Rebbe was very extreme. When the Rebbe spoke to someone and looked them straight in the eyes, people always felt empowered. Somehow people felt the Rebbe was eliciting within them uh, a level <coughs> of power and, and ability that they themselves weren't even aware of. In other words, the Rebbe, the Rebbe spoke to you and called you by your name. He brought out the deepest potential that you have. And that's in one Maimah uh, Chazal, hidden in, in this one line. Sometimes you see how Chassidus can illuminate a simple sentence in the Gemara that many Mephoshim are trying to understand what's behind it. Mm-hmm. The Semach Tzedek in one little reference uh, illuminates this Gemara.